Welcome to the Art of Homemaking podcast, where we are reviving the art of homemaking in the modern age. I am your host, Nessa Black, and I am joined by my co-host and best friend turned sister, Shannon Van Trees. From gardening to homesteading, cooking wholesome meals to creating a cozy home environment, we discuss it all and everything in between. Thank you for tuning in. Now pour yourself a cup of something cozy and let's get started. Welcome to episode 12 of the Art of Homemaking podcast. Back in season one, we did an episode called Survival Mode, and we talked a lot about what's going on in our lives um, and got pretty vulnerable sharing changes that are happening, potential changes that we're facing, challenges that we are going through at this time. And we were talking this last week about how none of it's really been resolved yet on either of our parts and it can feel sometimes like we're still in that survival mode. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling of of struggling in your day-to-day life as a homemaker um, because there's so much going on in life and in the world around you. And we also did an episode called Daily Rhythms for the Weary Homemaker. I will link both of those episodes down in the show notes. And in that episode, we talked about just daily routines, rhythms that we could do, things that we were doing actively in our homes um, in the times when we were not feeling 100%. And that episode's a really great one if you're looking for like, how do I just get the stuff done? But today we wanted to talk about like how to actually juggle all the things as a homemaker. Homemakers do a lot, like just so much. (laughs) And sometimes the weight that we carry can feel really heavy. And we just wanted to acknowledge that, first of all, and then also just go into maybe a more in-depth dive into how we can juggle that, how we can carry that weight, how we can lighten our loads and get through life with a smile on our face and feeling accomplished and not being hard on on ourselves. So yeah, I have Shannon here joining me today. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And let's just get into it, yeah? Yeah. Homemakers have so many roles. When I think about all the things I'm doing to make this home run, it's a tall order. (laughs) Like I, I think about all the cooking and money management, and I'm also working a day job and trying to have this just this home life to that feels calm and like a place I want to be but also sometimes the home can be very there's a lot of home tasks it can feel like really daunting with just things compiling you know and if you're feeling off in your day everything else kind of just it's a domino effect right in life when you're feeling like you're just alone in this and it's just you're doing everything at least you feel like you are and it kind of takes away from the true meaning of being a homemaker if you're not careful you know I think it's so easy to get caught up in what you're doing but like I think it's just really important to refocus why you're doing it and supporting your family and serving is a big part of that mm-hmm. yeah I think sometimes all the tasks can sometimes get in the way or blind us from the purpose yeah. of like why we're doing these things. And yeah, I mean like as a homemaker, you're 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 the cook, you're the cleaner, mm-hmm. you're sometimes you're managing money, running errands, you're creating atmosphere in your home, you're decorating, you are navigating a marriage. <laughs> You're making dreams and goals and you're coordinating schedules and appointments and you're a parent and you 
have to manage all the stuff in the house and you're doing laundry and you're making mm-hmm. sure everybody's dressed and fed and keeping people entertained. Like it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny when people are like, oh, you just home all day. Oh, the, the you're just a homemaker or what do you do, though? <laughs> All those oh. wonderful questions. I often feel like I'm just going 100 miles per hour sometimes. I'm like, I could give you a whole list, but it wouldn't <laughs> do really, you really want it. You really want to hear everything I do? <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. Um, but we get it. Like we're there with you. You're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone in this. I have found that sometimes like when it feels like the walls are caving in, (laughs) which I had a couple of those moments this last week and I just was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what Mm -hmm. to do. Like it felt like there was too much to do and I was overwhelmed and I'd Mm -hmm. been in my house for like 24 hours (laughs) and I was just like, I need to get out of here. I found sometimes that like abandoning post for a minute, (laughs) just like leaving the house, (laughs) go outside, um, for me we went to the beach and just walked the the length of the beach that just like gave me some perspective and space to like Mm reevaluate like what I was letting stress me out it's like a reset yeah it is it is and it it gives you perspective It, it doesn't have to be you're not escaping the problem so much as like recognizing when you're spinning your wheels and when you realize you need to just like get off the track for a minute So that you can like sort out whatever is going on that's stopping you from like moving forward. Yeah, no, that's huge. I find myself gravitating towards going out to, in nature just to kind of clear my mind, just take a few moments to myself. And that really, really helps. And also then it's a lot of self-talk, right? Like I feel, mm-hmm. find myself in those moments when I step away, I'm like, oh, wow, I feel like I maybe overreacted and maybe I just need to chill out on <laughs> – Getting what I find important done, you know, like I think it's just really good to be able to talk yourself to a better spot and also like talking to other homemakers. I think that that's been a huge thing that's helped me talking to you, Vanessa, Mm -hmm. uh, is just really venting about the little mundane things that we're, that I'm constantly working on and you're like, oh, I'm doing the same thing and it just, it just feels like we're in this together. Like when I, when I vent to really solid people that get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to always be like venting even. Sometimes it's just Mm -hmm. like for me, I find that like going into a conversation, planning it for it to be like really productive that, you know, I want to get this off my chest so that hopefully Mm -hmm. I can process like where to go from here. Um, That really helps me because sometimes you can like Mm -hmm. get stuck in a cycle of like, commiserating (laughs) with people you know Mm -hmm. yeah if you're not careful it's good to know who you're in the trenches with but at the same time it's also good to know how do we get out of here together like and I I think that's why it's nice to be able to talk to fellow homemakers because we are there (laughs) you know we're there we build each other up when you know the other one's feeling a little low or alone Mm -hmm. in whatever you're going through yeah another moment I had this last week. This week is like my inspiration for this episode. Same. <laughs> for myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just, I've had this growing to-do list that feels like it never ends. And there are days that I'm just like, I just want to see a blank piece of paper. I want to see it all gone and to know that everything is checked off. And I just felt like so overwhelmed 
that I felt paralyzed. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people could relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. That's something I deal with often, that overwhelm that just stops you in your tracks. And I, I wrote down on that piece of paper, I was like, identify your priorities. And that's, I think, an important thing to remember in these moments when you're trying to juggle everything. What is actually a priority to you? Write those things down. Like what are the top priorities to get done? And then reevaluate all of your commitments. If you have overbooked yourself and you have too many things going on, then you have to say no to something. You Something's got to give. You know, either you get through that week and you learn moving forward or you cancel. <laughs> what I've found that's really helpful when I'm feeling really stuck and overwhelmed is, yeah, I, I identify the priorities, but I also give myself an opportunity to see, okay, these at the bottom of my list are future. I, I literally label it mm. future goals um, mm-hmm. or future tasks because um, I still see them, but it, it's dividing it, knowing that that's not really on my near future radar really helps. It helps take that weight off because usually those future goals are the big ones, right? The ones yeah. that you're like kind of dreading. You know, it's going to take a lot of time. It might take a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that I, I do that. And then I also, like if I have a few things for my husband, I'll, I'll throw it on the side, you know, but that also helps me is like, okay, where can I delegate? It's okay to delegate mm-hmm. as a homemaker too. I think sometimes we feel like well, I'm the one that's home all the time. I probably should do like most of this. And I definitely fall under that category where I do a lot of that. Like, well, I should be doing all these things because my husband's super busy and he's got a horrible schedule that he's never home anyways. And the mm-hmm. last thing I want to do is say, hey, can you do this when I could have done it? Um, but I also think it's like, for me, I, I tell myself, it's okay. Like, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it fluctuates too. I mean, there are times when I'm like carrying everything like a champ mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I rock. I'm yeah. the best homemaker in the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then there are other times where I'm like just tripping over my own feet yeah. and falling on my face and I look like a mess and I can't get it together. I think being able to identify when I'm struggling, those are times when I can ask for more help. It's okay. And yeah. When I'm carrying everything great and it just like feels like no big deal, then great. I'll, I'll carry everything myself. But there are times when we just need help. Even our husbands who are working yep. at times like he'll ask for my help with something. And yeah, of course, I would say yes, because I want to be there. I think it's important to express like literally in words <laughs> to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Don't just assume that they think that you're fine still, you know, just let them know, hey, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. It'd be really great if you could help out with these things right here when you get a chance sometime within this window of time frame. And I think that's really helpful to just verbalize out loud. They can be a little bit more understanding, hopefully, from there. Uh, and my husband's really great, <laughs> and so is Vanessa's. But I think it's just really important to not be feeling down because you can't get everything you think you should be getting done done. Yeah. I think sometimes we place like impossible standards on ourselves and For think sure. that we will always be able to keep them. And it's like... When, when there's a lot in life, sometimes we do like 10%, you know, and then sometimes when life's just like cruising, we can do 90%, but it's rare that I'm hitting 100% on yeah. my, my expectations. And that makes me realize my expectations are too high. And I, I like to grow and I want to strive to do better and everything. But at the same time, I think we also have to just be realistic, <laughs> like mm-hmm. with your energy and your time. Those are two pretty 
precious things. And if you're running yourself ragged and working through the night every day, that's not going to not gonna last <laughs> and I think people can start seeing it too like the people you're living with mm-hmm. they, they can start seeing it wear on you whether you think they can or they can't they probably can and yeah I think the big thing I keep telling myself when I'm in these moments is when I'm not feeling like I'm getting everything done that I think I should be you know if I'm struggling at juggling it all I just tell myself I need to be more kind, kind to myself I know it sounds so simplistic but it's true it's like be kind to yourself more because I know that I'm so hard on myself I'm very type a and it's those moments where I'm just like I just need to like take a few steps back I need to sit down and just just enjoy a little bit more in life you know yeah you know what I love about you is you even tell me that you're like Vanessa be kind to yourself (laughs) like if I'm if I'm talking to you about being frustrated about something you're like be kind to yourself like you're doing good (laughs) I'm just like right okay (laughs) yeah I think I think sometimes we don't always hear that enough mm-hmm. in today's world. I think it's all about, you know, the hustle. Well, I'm so busy, you know, busy, busy, busy. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of value in recognizing that's not always like a good thing, right? Yeah. It's such a gem to be able to like take things a little slower when you can. And there's not an emphasis on who's getting done the most things, who's decorating their house for fall already to the nines or you know and we're not and yeah all these things like you don't really get brownie points for like no. doing more or like hustling harder I mean yeah you have to work hard to achieve your goals and to mm-hmm. accomplish big things and everything but at the same time at what cost are you willing to do that if it's at the cost of you know your your relationships you're snapping at your family um or you're just not there ever. If it's at the cost of your nutrition because you never have time to cook. Or your sleep. <laughs> or your like, your sleep, yeah. Your health. Like what costs are you willing willing to pay? And we're kind of in that culture that really glorifies the hustle. And mm-hmm. I think we're all aware of that. Personally, I'm just like turning the opposite direction. I'm like simple, yeah. slow. That's what I'm yeah. aiming for because the more that's happening in the world outside, the more I feel like I need to be slowing down from that because it's too much. Nobody can mm-hmm. maintain that. And no, it's not sustainable for long-term living no. at all. No, it's really not. I think often our mindsets can be part of the problem when mm-hmm. we feel overwhelmed. I've found for myself that usually when I start to feel like I am carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders and I don't know where to start, it usually starts because of me. <laughs> As funny as that is, it's Mm -hmm. it's usually not because I'm doing more than usual. It's usually because something starts shifting in my mindset and I have to like identify that and start nipping that in the bud. Yeah. And it's hard to challenge your mindset and even change it, but it's incredibly important. Um, Something that I don't say out loud maybe very often, but I say it in my head is no one appreciates me. Like Mm -hmm. nobody appreciates what I do. And I was like thinking about that statement and I was thinking, how could I reframe that? Because that's not true. My husband appreciates me incredibly. Like he doesn't always say it, but Mm -hmm. like his praise is his joy and his contentment at home. Like that's the way that he praises me for the work that I've done. Him kicking back on the couch and going, yeah, "Ah, that's his praise. Something I'm working on, I guess, is – Reframing that thought to like the work I do is valuable and the praise I get is my family's joy and contentment. That's good. And that's just really kept me going. (laughs) 
because we're not always going to be congratulated for scrubbing the floor. No. You know. They probably won't even know it's been done. I know. know. (laughs) But we know. (laughs) I think it's such the biggest compliment when, you know, anyone who who you're living with just can walk in the door and just kick back for a minute and they actually feel at peace or they're able to take a nap in the house. I, I don't know. I think that that's just the smallest little thing that I've noticed that I just... I cherish those moments because it's like, oh, yeah, see, that's what I want home to be, a refuge, like a little sanctuary, a place of comfort. Yeah. Another one I I hear a lot, (laughs) and I'm sure you hear it a lot too, Shannon. In fact, I think I've probably been guilty of this, and you probably have too. Oh, yeah, probably. I don't have time for blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't have time for that. Um, and in times, yes, that is very much true. Like if you don't want to take the time for something mm-hmm. and you're like, nope, I don't I don't have time for that because yeah. <laughs> it's not a priority to you, great. That's wonderful. Now, if it's something that you want to have the time for it, you want to be taking the time for it, like let's say you don't, you say, I don't have the time to take baths. Well, if you're desiring to take baths, if that's something that you think would really add to your life, if that's something that you think would would be a good way to like wind down at the end of the day after working really hard or, you know, help you to get to a more level spot, have a little peace and quiet for 10 minutes or something. You have to learn how to take that time and something's Mm got to give. Yep. And that's where you have to go in and reevaluate those priorities and those commitments. Because if you're wanting to be able to take a bath every night and you're saying you don't have time for it, how can you work that in? Yeah. And it's always hard to do. It's like, it's painful to strip things away. But once you do and you're able to take that bath at night, it's like like there's no more excuses, you know? Yeah. And then you were like, man, why don't I do this more often? <laughs> like yeah. this is exactly what I need. Like I've even said that to Sean. I'm like whenever I'm doing something that I haven't done in a while just to kind of recharge and fill up my glass, so to speak, um, I always tell him, remind me to do more of this. <laughs> I need more of this in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a mindset I have had a lot of it's just me feeling like I'm doing everything but then I have to refocus my mind and and just why am I doing this it's because I want to see this person succeed I want to see the best for my family my spouse there's there's goals attached to it and then I if I can just remember those goals and why I'm doing what I'm doing in the trenches of right now I think that's what really helps me get through and to a better mindset and the occasional thank you for doing this or that the words of affirmation, those are that's just the cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the times that we're the hardest on ourselves, I think. Like it can be something completely unrelated to homemaking. Like I've I've gained like ten pounds over the last few months. Um, just having had changed my diet over the last several months and it hit took me by surprise a little bit to see my body change. And I've been like, whoa, this is foreign looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. and seeing more curves to my body. And even just that, as weird as it is, like me criticizing my body has like fed into my homemaking even like in in a bad way. I mean, like in the mornings when I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not used to that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that that just starts my day on a garbage note and then my mm-hmm. attitude just goes downhill from there. And that's where it's like it's so important to be aware of self-talk. Like what are you saying to yourself in your head? Yeah. And it's usually not out loud. And sometimes I catch myself saying, saying things out loud that I'm like, what on earth? 
Yeah. But just like really taking a good hard look at yourself and recognizing, you know, what are the things that have been going through my mind lately and what are the things that I really need to give up here um, and like surrender and grow in, that will just like tremendously lessen the weight that you're carrying because all those things are weight, you know? The things that we do in a day, it's a lot, but you add to that like negative self-talk and (laughs) a bad attitude and it just is like like a million pounds heavier. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think having a heart of service really helps when you're a homemaker. Um, And we, none of us are perfect. (laughs) Oh yeah. You're going to have your off days. You're going to have your on top of the world days. You're going to have your humdrum monotonous days we are there with you we do them all Mm -hmm. but having like a why for what you're doing for being a homemaker that's that's what's going to change everything and then just like embracing that with joy that's like you know I feel like that's what changes everything it's like you can do it with a smile on your face instead of like that Mm -hmm. I do everything I definitely always like you said I always just kind of go back to my why like if you, mm-hmm. if you identify that why and then go back from there, everything kind of makes a little bit more sense, right? And for me, I think the biggest thing that makes a huge difference in my life as a homemaker, and I know not everybody here probably um, is a Christian, and if you're not, then you can turn it off or whatever. Um, but I'm going to talk about it because this is my life and this is our podcast, so yeah. <laughs> I think my faith in God and my trust in him is really what carries me every day, but really especially on the days where I, I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. this is not <laughs> working. I'm learning how to surrender those things and mm-hmm. give up those worries and my, my troubles to God and trust his timing and his plans. And that's like never failed to be the best choice that I can make every time that I take the time to do that on the daily, sometimes on the hourly, like it gets me through. There's a peace that comes and there's a a supernatural power that just like hits me where it's like I can do this. <laughs> like I can handle this moment. Like, yeah. Can, this 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 moment will pass. You know, all sometimes the it is one trudging step through waist deep mud at a time you know yeah yeah and it's hard there are days when it is hard and it's messy (laughs) and I'm sure that there are people out there who have it even harder and messier Mm -hmm. but we get through at the end of the day we get through and we do new day happens and then you're like I can do this again fresh new day fresh start let's do this yeah yeah, I sometimes wish there was like a, a really simple solution and a one-size-fits-all right. answer for everything that's hard. Yeah. And yeah, when people are struggling to to balance and juggle and it's like, I feel you. I'm mm-hmm. there. I'm struggling too. I'm like, so there right now too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like don't ever feel alone because we are there with you. We're all in this together. I'm sure every single person out there has felt it has something or is feeling it Mm -hmm. yeah and the the reality is those are moments we just have to get through um Mm -hmm. and how we get through can really shape 
in the future when we hit these moments, Mm -hmm. how we get through in those moments. It's like every single time that we work to grow in that that hard place and we let that hard place crack us and shape us Mm -hmm. and like we get vulnerable and we get raw and we let ourselves (laughs) go there. Every single time that happens, we grow. And then the next time a hard time comes around, we mm-hmm. we're like, I've been here before and I know how yeah. to do this. And it gets easier because you you learn skills, you know. Bounce back, resilience. Yeah. It yeah. all takes and, time to build. Yeah. And, and you kind of have to go through a lot to, to get <laughs> more used to rolling with the punches, you know, and, and yeah. the trials and tribulations of life. Yeah. What I always come back to is it's like, but what a beautiful calling. Like, yeah, yeah, it's hard, but I am so grateful to be a homemaker and I get to be home full time right now. I, I am, you know, I run a business at home and everything. It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of work, but I'm home and this is where I want to be, you know, mm-hmm. and when I, when <laughs> I have hard days, I just remind myself like this was where I wanted to be. Then I like ask myself, would I want to be anywhere else? And usually the answer is no. And that tells me everything I need to know. And now it's time for Daily Delights, the part of the show where we share a routine, music, books, shows, recipes, anything that has elevated our everyday experiences. And this week I wanted to share my good old Williams-Sonoma citrus press. It's such a great tool. If you've never used a citrus press, it's just like a little hand, uh, small, compact. It kind of looks like a garlic press, but for citrus fruits or anything really, um, it's, it's actually the tool I thought I didn't ever need until I had one. And I was like, this is so great. Why haven't I had one of these sooner? I catch myself using it a lot lately. I've been steaming some broccolini and then I'll take a lemon and I'll use that citrus press and just it just feels so nice so easy and it just kind of makes me be a little more creative in the kitchen I would have probably never used lemon on something before but I'm I'm just like really kind of into it lately I've been doing like a sparkling mineral water and then I'll put like a little bit of mint little chocolate mint leaves and then I'll do lime it's kind of just like a little mocktail I don't know kind of just feels so fresh and good I love cooking and baking so this is like the tool I thought I never I just never knew I needed it until I have it doesn't it feel like you're like a Mediterranean chef when you use a citrus press you're just like I I feel a little bit like yeah I just feel like everything just kind of comes together just feels good and the William and Sonoma one has a lot of stainless steel on it so the cleanup's like super simple and quick and it just feels durable mm. for the price anyway. So yeah, my daily delight this week is actually my skincare that I've been using for like six months now. I've really given it some time to see how my skin responds to it. And I just love, 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 love this skincare. Um, the brand is called Cosma Beauty. And by the way, we will always link everything that we can find in the show notes. So these will both be linked in the show notes. But um, I've tried almost their whole line. The only two things I haven't tried have been their chemical peel, a fruit peel type thing, and then um, their face wash. Everything else I have tried, I love. 
their skincare. What I love the most about this skincare brand is that they are PUFA free. <laughs> and um, if you don't know what PUFAs are, they're polyunsaturated fatty acids. And I learned about the oxidizing effects of these from my friend Corey back, I don't know, a year ago probably a year ago and have been really careful about keeping them to a minimum in my life. And I realized the skincare that I was using for a long time had uh, seed oils in them. And so I wanted to switch over to something that was cleaner, something that would be easier on my skin and like absorb more into my skin. And so they have this beautiful oil. It's called squalane oil I think it's what it's called it sounds really unattractive mm-hmm. but it's like it's a sugar oil um made from sugarcane and then sounds cool yeah it's really cool and that stuff just like it makes your skin glow <laughs> and then there's a vitamin c serum I've been using and I don't know how to describe what it does exactly but I feel like when I use it my skin gets brighter yeah if that makes sense brighter and just the coloration, it seems like, is just better yeah. in people's skin when they put a little vitamin C serum on. Yeah, it like almost evens out mm-hmm. pigmentation, weirdness. And I'm in the sun a lot here, so That's perfect. You know, I try to be careful with my skin. And I've been really liking that. And then the my, my top favorite product that they sell is their Tallow Beauty Balm. And it's just like, looks like a giant chapstick. And it's made with tallow. And I know that sounds maybe kind of gross because tallow is beef fat, but it is so moisturizing. It sinks right into my skin. I've, it's never broken me out ever. And I use it on my lips. I use it on my face. My skin just gets so plump when I use it. And it's just a really great line. And if you're looking for new skincare, I highly recommend them. This concludes today's episode. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Apple has the largest listener base, and this will tell Apple to recommend our podcast to other listeners who may be interested. If you listen on another platform, you can simply copy and paste your review to that platform for others who may listen there as well. All the show notes from each episode will be available in the details section of the episode, or you can find them on my website, nessablack.com slash theartofhomemaking. You can keep up with me on my Instagram at Nessa.Black, where I share everyday life, daily thoughts, and inspiration. You can also follow Shannon on her personal Instagram at Shan.Vantrice.